0: You are tuning in to your ST Busty podcast. I'm your host Nicole Bone. I'm a licensed esthetician and a business owner, delivering tips to help you feel like you aren't alone in this dusty world and the self-doubt game. If you're trying to be a boss babe yourself, and to help give you tips on how to make your skin fab, I give little tips that helped me along the way in my Esty career, climbing over the past ten years. And I hope that it might help someone else. Thank you for tuning in, guys. Let's dive right in, shall we? Welcome back to your Esty Besty podcast. I am your host, Nicole Bone, and I hope that you are having a fabulous, fabulous start to your week. Um, I have been a little MIA. We were traveling to Ireland. My husband played rugby. Um, and he got to represent the USA in the World Cup for tag rugby. Um, tag rugby is a totally different kind of rugby, and they were the first USA team to be able to go. And they placed about seventh place, which is kind of great because USA's never had a team. These guys have never played this game. They never played as a team together. It was just a bunch of really awesome... Um, guys from all over the place that they created a team and they played with some of the top players in this game from all over the world and um, they put up a good fight. They did really well. Um, It was really awesome. The rugby community is, it's such a really fun culture. Um, I have never been one to kind of, you know, dive into the unknown and meet a bunch of strangers (laughs) and being in the rugby community has been so great because I have traveled with and experienced things with people from all over the world and the community is really great just meeting a bunch of really awesome people um i'm forever grateful for my husband bringing me into the rugby community because it is such a special place so we went to ireland ireland was very cold and windy and rainy the whole time um (laughs) so we were cold and damp and it was yeah, I mean coming from like a hundred plus, you know, temperatures and Texas and then Oklahoma is also just as hot, a little bit cooler than Austin. Um, and then going to Ireland. So of course, as soon as we came back, we had we both had like a cold, like a really big bad cold that basically took us down for like the rest of the week. So I am finally feeling better if I'm a little stuffy. I am just kind of getting over it as well, but it was worth it. <laughs> so anyways, I'm back from my travels. And today I wanted to talk about unhappy clients, how to deal with them, especially when they're unhappy with their products. They're trying to tell you they're having reaction, what a reaction is, how to handle that, because it's going to happen in your business. It's going to happen in your career several times. I just had somebody, sadly, I think, try to scam me just to get her money back. But I'm going to tell you some ways and tips that you can just kind of cover your own butt how to handle things professionally and what to do in these kind of situations because you know if you work for yourself sometimes it's really hard to know what to do that's the right thing but also kind of sticking to your you know policies as well too so um, hopefully, these tips can kind of help you. Some things that I do, some things that um, I've learned over the years, you know, working at other places as well. And hopefully, this will kind of help you know what to do in that kind of situation. So, let's dive right in, shall we? Okay, guys, if you're looking for a great app to do your scheduling, to invoice, to run your entire business. My favorite is Pocket Suite. I have been loving Pocket Suite. I've been using them for about six months now and it's amazing. It gives you a phone number so you're talking in an app but all of your clients think that you're personally texting them. It saves me time. It's so easy. I can send invoices. I can check people out. I can sell packages. I can sell gift cards. I can run and host a class on this program as well too. So you can use my referral Skin by Nicole and you will receive an offer for $50 off an annual plan You can also try this for 30 days for free as well, too, because, you know, you want to try something before you buy it as well. And when I tried it in my trial, I immediately signed up for it after two weeks because I just thought it was amazing. It has contracts in there. It has forms, consent forms. I mean, it is so easy to use and it's everything all in one app, which is amazing. And it's geared towards different programs. So they have like a whole esthetician one. That's amazing. So try out pocket suite if you're frustrated with your booking you know site right now if you're having a lot of issues i think you will absolutely love it and just use skin by nicole as your referral okay so i've talked about this before you're not going to connect with everybody and that's okay there's somebody for everybody and sometimes you're just going to not mesh well so This is why it's important to put policies in place. Um, I'll kind of give you my experience um, from a particular new client that came in that kind of brought this to my attention of talking about this, you know. Um, It's unfortunate when these things happen. And also, whenever somebody is not happy with your services and you provide a good service and you feel like you're ethical, and you feel like you're professional, it's okay if you feel a little bit like guilty and disappointed because we're people pleasers when it comes to like, we want people to feel good, but not everybody's gonna love your services. Not everybody's gonna love your policies. Not everybody's gonna love what you recommend. So from the very beginning, a lot of my consent forms are created by situations that happen. So things that might occur, you know, over the years, I've learned to add little clauses into my consent form. One being, you know, I have a consent form that people fill out about cancellation policies and then I have a clause in there that says if you're more than 15 minutes late to your appointment, it can be a no-show. I don't really ever use that unless somebody really takes advantage. Yes, I've had a client literally show up 25 minutes late to every single appointment, and it took me a very long time to be able to put my foot down and eventually have to tell that client she's gonna have to see somebody else because I dealt with it for far too long. You can be nice, you can be a good person, but there comes a time when you really and truly need to start setting boundaries for yourself because at the end of the day, we are trying to run a business. When somebody is late, it does put your entire day behind. If you have this time and space for it, then don't be a dick. Um, So I had a new client come in. She was 25 minutes late. I had a small gap in my schedule so I knew that I could accommodate this client. However, I fully regret now at this point because this whole situation for me escalated, but I was still trying to be a good person. So I knew I could eat some lunch while I was waiting for them. Um, she was really upset with me, uh, that she was late and that she was going to miss this appointment. And I just informed her, like, take your time, you know, focus on driving. It's, we're going to be able to make it work. Um, I'm sure that we'll be able to like fit everything in the, in the time allowed it. I did have a little bit of extra room. I knew that I could fit her in and I, did, I didn't want to be, you know, a complete asshole. Plus I know that people sometimes sit on a waiting list. I have a deposit to even get onto my schedule as a new client. So I try to keep these things in consideration because I understand that people are super excited about this appointment. Also in Austin where my business is. Traffic is unreal sometimes, and sometimes just things happen, so I do try to be like a good person. So I ended up letting this person still come. This person took up so much of my time that I ended up running over on her appointment and the rest of my day did fall a little bit like behind, but it did end up kicking me in the ass in the end. Um, But that is why I do have that policy on my consent form that you do have the opportunity to make somebody a no-show if they are going to come a little bit late. You have that opportunity to do that. Put those things in your consent forms because people don't really understand if they've never worked like an appointment-based, you know, job that appointments, you know, you're on an appointment-based schedule. So people may not understand that it can put an entire day behind and then you're running late for clients for the rest of the day. So be sure to put those kind of clauses in your consent form. If you feel like that might become a problem in the future um, or if it's somebody that you might be dealing with a lot, go ahead and stick those clauses in there so you have that kind of covered. If you do need to cut an appointment short or if you need to turn a client down, usually if somebody is really and truly running late, I just let them know, hey, I'm going to be able to do what I can in the time that we have available, but we may not be able to do a lot. So you're letting them know I'm still seeing you and I'm going to do what I can, but your appointment's probably going to be cut a little bit short. We're not going to be doing some of the same things, but I still am going to charge you for the you know amount of time that you booked with me. You have to stick with your policies. You have to stick with your boundaries because people are going to run all over you. So be a good person still Try to be a human being because things happen. Some people may get behind an accident and it's not what they can control, but be sure that you are also being fair to yourself. Like I said, it took me about two years with a client before that was, you know, ended up disrupting my own peace and messing up my day. And at the end of the day, I had to really like set those boundaries. But I think if you start putting those, you know, boundaries in place in the beginning, it'll save you time from putting yourself in those sticky situations, but it's one of those learning experiences as you're going to be an esthetician and a practitioner. And as you're building your clientele, you're just going to learn over time that you can't bend over backwards for everybody because in the end it starts affecting you and your business. So that's kind of my advice when it comes to that. So this client comes in, she asks me so many questions. Here's the thing. When you are a practitioner, you do things a certain way. This client did not want to hear anything that I told her. She wanted an instant gratification fix. She wanted things to be done very quickly. She told me what she wanted to do on her skin, even though I advised her, hey, I know you want to get dermaplaning done, but you have a lot of these little bumpies on the skin. Some of these clients aren't going to want to listen to you. And that is your decision when it comes down to it of deciding is this client going to be the right client for me? Are they not going to listen to anything that I'm telling them because this is my professional advice? And are they going to become a problem? Because what's gonna happen is if these clients are telling you what they want and they don't wanna listen to what you're saying, they're not going to be happy with anything because sometimes they're wanting just instant gratification. They don't wanna go through the whole process. Listen, if you're running a business where you have a certain facial that you're doing that people can just pop in whenever they want because it's just like a nice relaxing thing and they can come in, you know, whenever that's fine. But if you're like a results driven facial specialist, which I am, I like to work with clients who are going to do the work, who are going to invest in the skincare, who are going to show up and who are going to go through the process. If they're not willing to do those things, I usually don't like to work with them because I can't help them and they're going to waste their money and their time with me and they're also going to waste my time and my availability for people who are willing to put in the work. That's my choice. That's where I'm at in my career, where I know who I want to work with and just over the years of just learning, working with these kind of people. So reading your client, asking questions, having a conversation and your thorough consultation is going to be super important. because. You kind of need to know who the person is that you're working with and what their goals are. Are these going to be realistic expectations? Is this something that I can truly help this client with? Is this client going to listen to my advice? Is this going to backfire in my face? When it comes to recommending certain products, a lot of my clients like this one in particular literally brought an entire bag of over the counter products. And I mean, probably 20 products from like the ordinary, just horrible things, the skins, this, this client's skin was definitely compromised from using over-the-counter products, things that were just not great. There was a lot of fungal acne. There was a lot of congestion under the skin. She really wanted smooth skin. Um, and you could definitely tell she wanted things to be kind of fast. My advice to her was she needs to be on professional products. She needs to show up to appointments if that's the kind of you know progress that she wanted to see. Those were the results she wanted to see. My biggest advice to her was if you don't want to purchase these products today, my biggest advice for you to help your skin is to throw all those over-the-counter products away because those are what are really and truly destroying your skin's barrier. Education, education, education. I'm huge on educating my clients, letting them know this is what A, B, and C is. This is how you get there. This is why you have this. It is up to the client if they are gonna actually listen and follow through. Unfortunately, this client argued with me wanted me to convince her i don't know it, it was uh, i never like i never hard sell my clients ever i never have in my entire life sales are very easy to me because it's just a very decent conversation i never push products this client for some reason felt that i pushed clients when i was literally having a conversation and my words to her literally were you do not have to buy these you don't have to spend the money on this i understand this is an investment but my advice to you is to not use those over-the-counter products. And these are the kind of products you do need to use, but if anything, just throw those away and stop using all those over-the-counter peels on the skin. The person's gonna hear what the person's gonna hear. So you really and truly have to know your clientele. So long story short, this client wanted to get her money back because she said she had a reaction. Listen, this is gonna happen, but this is what I wanted to talk to you about today. So let's talk about reactions. So allergic reaction, anyone can be allergic to anything at any time. And the word hypoallergenic is, uh, it's a misnomer. So it's highly unlikely that even a single product in the cosmetic industry has not had any reported case of an allergic reaction, right? But the key is to understand how the ingredients function on and with the skin. The two products that I put this client on were the most sensitive and healing products you could ever do because number one, I knew that this client was using over the counter products. I knew that this client was overusing products on her skin. I knew that this client's skin's barrier was going to be wrecked. I also figured that this client was somebody who would do too much to the skin and wanted to see results a little bit faster. So I definitely recommended beta gel and I definitely recommended the sensitive um, healing serum from the hydrinity. Both of these serums are, you can use them on an open wound, you can use them on a burn. They are the most healing products ever. So for them to even have a reaction is very highly unlikely and I knew this from the beginning because I kind of had an idea that this client was, I don't know, I just kind of had a an idea of how this client was gonna go, how her skin was going to react, and I wanted to make sure that she was not gonna have any reactions, and what my main purpose was was to heal her barrier. That's what we need to do as an esthetician, period. So a true allergic reaction must have the following, redness, heat, swelling, itching, and raised bumps. And a paramedical therapist who's using more active ingredients must also be able to distinguish an allergic reaction from stimulation of the skin functioning. I used both of these products on this client during her facial. In the two days following, I didn't hear that she had a reaction. And on day uh, nine, she texted me and said that she was loving her products. Nine days later. And then a few days after that, she started to tell me that she was having some breakouts, which is purging. If you're not explaining what purging is, if you're not explaining the process of this, if you are not educating your clients, it's going to backfire. Unfortunately, you can explain as much as you can and people still aren't going to listen. There are still going to be people that are going to want to try to take advantage of you. This is why in your policies and your consent forms, you need to have certain things like like I I have. I don't give any refunds on the products unless they are having a true allergic reaction because most of your skincare companies are going to replace a product for you if it's a true reaction because they also don't want that to happen to the client right so here's what you can do whenever somebody says that they're having an allergic reaction ask them this in pictures this client had told me she was having breakouts she sent me a picture she was purging they were just breakouts she also informed me that she had a wedding that she was going to in two weeks and she just wanted things to be clear as fast as they can and as if she should just go ahead and use her old products again this is always a red flag your reaction should always be if somebody tells you they're having a reaction have them send pictures immediately the fact that she didn't have any kind of reaction immediately after using these products and nine days following i 100 percent know that it wasn't a reaction I also sent the pictures and informed both of my companies. Um, I talked to my reps. Both of my reps sent me scientific-backed information that it was merely impossible for this person to have a reaction because they were both healing products. Having the science-backed and having like the information backed by both of your reps is really important. Send photos, get their advice, ask them if they've had any kind of reactions. Always follow up with your reps because you want to have the follow-through and the proof. If you don't have your aesthetic insurance and if you don't have your consent forms and your policies that people are signing, it is going to ruin your career. However, if you do have aesthetics insurance, which you should, and if you have these policies and procedures and consent forms that people are signing, it will save you. My consent form is a blanketed consent form where I talk about using active ingredients. You can have itching. You can have a little redness. You can have a little bit of irritation. Give them expectations so that they can't come back to you and say, oh, this is a reaction. Once you've had the conversation with them, you've had the proof, you've had the pictures, you've chatted with your rep, just trust your gut. It's like my grandma says, business is business and bullshit is bullshit. I love that quote and I'm going to use it forever. I think it's amazing. There are going to be some people that are not ethical, not professional, and scammy, unfortunately. This client from the get-go, if I would have trusted my gut from the very beginning and the push that she was giving me and arguing with me about even getting to her appointment on time, I probably should have known from the very beginning that this was going to be a problem client for me. And I probably should have shut it down in the beginning, but again, I try to be ethical. You don't know until you know, but this is why I'm very happy I have my policies and procedures in place. Unfortunately, this client escalated a lot and was a bully and, um, very pushy, very rude. In the end, after talking to both my reps, um, I ended up refunding her the most expensive product and let her know that I think it's best if she found another esthetician that could better fit her needs. Basically I fired her and my rep actually covered that cost because, he was like, I'm really sorry this is happening. After talking to both of my reps about everything, they both agreed that this person was trying to scam me um, because a true reaction is going to happen immediately. Maybe not right away, but definitely if they've been using it for four to even nine days and not having a reaction, and then all of a sudden it's something else that they're doing at home. We can't control what people are doing at home. One of my esthetician friends said that, this, that one client was literally putting on like this essential oil supply right after her chemical peels and almost burned her face off. We can only give them advice But not everybody's going to listen this is why it's so important to have your policies and procedures in place and having people sign these consent forms because we can't control what they're putting on their face at home we can't control you know the products that they're probably putting on their their hair you know this client really wanted to clear up her face she didn't want to go through the purging process which we all know as estheticians that it is a process sometimes it's worse before it's better some of these people really want instant gratification all you can do is give them all the information that they need, the reassurance that this is what's gonna happen, please expect it. And then you have to just kind of cover your ass at that point because not everybody's going to listen to you. As long as you have your policies and procedures in place get your pictures have your conversations have your conversations with the client have your conversations with your reps get all the information that you need because in the end you're a good person right if they're obviously having a true allergic reaction you're going to 100 percent refund them money and give them you know a dermatologist um, recommendation to go see to go get a steroid or a cream to help but there are going to be people that are going to try to take advantage of you. Unfortunately, there's nothing that we can do about it. Having these conversations with people is not easy, and it's very hard to deal with difficult people, especially when you're just trying to run a good business but it's still happens to me it's gonna happen to you and your career unfortunately you're not gonna mesh with everybody but as long as you know what to do to protect yourself the conversations that you need to have and remain professional I always even remain professional and when I want to fire somebody I'm still professional about it I'm like listen you know um I just feel like we're not a good fit Um, according to my procedures and policies, like I just don't think things are going to work, but I can recommend an esthetician that's closer to an area that you're looking for, Um, yeah, I mean, it's going to happen, it still happens to me, and when it does happen, it's just good to know what to do. If you know what an allergic reaction is, if you know what policies you know to put in place, you're going to be okay. That being said, people pleasing is exhausting. You do not have to see somebody that does not, you know, bring you peace, that disturbs that peace. You have a duty to yourself to be an ethical person. If somebody is going to bring you discomfort and disrupt that peace and bring you more stress coming into your appointments, then you probably need to have that conversation. You do not need to see somebody that's not going to respect your policies, that is not going to respect how you do things because in the end, we are the professionals. In the end, they're coming to us because we professionally know what they need. It is not up to us to do the work. It is not up to us to be patient, to do the investment. But if people are disrespecting you and your policies and they're truly not being a great client that disrupts your peace, you don't have to see them. There are tons of estheticians out there. Just let them know kindly. I don't think that we're a good fit. And I do think maybe finding another esthetician that can better meet your needs might be better for the both of us because who wants to go see somebody and have their face done after being an asshole to them? I mean, I wouldn't want to. Um, they, they're, they're touching your face. Not that I would ever do anything, but I'm just saying. Why would you want to piss off your esthetician who's touching your face? <laughs> so don't feel, you know, if you have that one client that pops on your schedule and you're just like, Oh my god you just already get anxiety and you're just i mean i've been there i i have i've been there several times um over the years and unfortunately when you're working for somebody else it is a little bit harder because you don't really have the choice to hand off that client to somebody else and just remaining professional and noting and documentation just covering your booty that you cover everything you educated it that's going to save you in the long run but if you are working for yourself and you do have the option to you know work with people and then if you do have some that are being scammy let your doctor know let your um, manager know because they also don't want to work with people that are going to be like that as well too so you can have that conversation with your manager or your doctor or, you know my doctors that i worked for if i let them know hey this person's like really just trying to get their money back and they're not being a good person like they usually were like okay i trust you um, because in the end, like we're trying to run a business and of course, even when I had a doctor on staff, of course if they have an allergic reaction, we have a doctor on staff to be able to prescribe them what they need and take a look at them. But a lot of people unfortunately just want to be not a great person. And a lot of people are just not educated, so it is really good to know what a true reaction is and letting them know and having them send the pictures and having those conversations with them and it's also why you need to have all that information in your policies. It's not our fault if they don't read them, but I always educate my new clients coming in and tell them what to expect. And even though this client sent me 100 million messages, I was still very informative and educated her. Yes, this is purging, yes, this is normal, a little bit of redness, a little stinging. You know, I was literally holding her hand through it because that is the esthetician that I am with my clients. But at the end of the day, if it's a client that disrupts your peace. It's not worth your time and it's not worth their time. When you set these rules and policies in place, you're creating a business and attracting the clientele that you want to work with, because you will be at a place in your career where you can work with clients that you want to. I feel like I'm mostly there. I just get a little bit sprinkled in like this one every once in a while and I quickly, you know, let them go because it is not worth my time and energy. Um, to not work with people who want to put in the work and that honestly aren't ethical as well too. Um, You'll get there. I know it's hard. We're in the people-pleasing industry, but you don't have to people-please. Just try to be a good person. Educate, 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 and stick to your guns with your policies and your boundaries. Make sure you have everything in there and all the information. And just having conversations with people is going to save you in the long run. It's going to protect your peace as well. I recently brought on the bio, the bio-repeal. I freaking love it. I think it's amazing. I've done a couple of myself now and I love this addition you can actually do dermaplaning before you know to exfoliate the skin before or you can do a gentle exfoliant or the bio repeal also has its own kit that you can do that is like an exfoliant before it's really awesome I'm seeing really great results my clients are loving it but mostly like a 35% TCA peel where people don't have downtime they're not burning and jiggling like how much longer does it need to be on my skin and have to have all that downtime like it's really great, and people are literally leaving with glowing skin. So if you're seeing the Biorepeal rage right now <laughs> and interested, um, I personally, in my practice, I'm loving it. You can even do it as an exfoliant before the DMK enzyme. I love that you can combine treatments with it. In um, mine, I like to make it more of like a facial. It's a 40-minute facial, really, when they sign up for the peel and depending, I'll do a gentle exfoliant before, I'll do the Biorepeal, and then I will put them under some LED light therapy afterwards and their skin is glowing. So highly recommend, the Biorepeal is amazing if you're seeing all the like praise, I mean, I feel like it's all over the aesthetics industry right now, but I mean, it's so exciting. Like we're just getting better and better and better. Like what? an awesome like time to be an esthetician because things are just so revolutionized but you do have to educate people because people still believe in the whole but if my face is not peeling off like am I really getting a good peel but the skincare industry is just so innovative and it's just changing so much that we're not having to disrupt the barrier anymore and just kind of educating your clients of how that works what we're doing what these peels do why they're so important you know, education, I'm always going to say it, educate, educate, educate your clients. Um, but the buyer refill is amazing. So if you're thinking about adding it for the fall time, um, even though they can do it year round, I'm starting to add it in now. Uh, it's definitely a great addition. So anyways, I just wanted to pop on, you know, when some of these experiences happen with me, I like to share it with you guys because dude, I'm going through it too. Like you're still going to go through this kind of stuff. Like no matter how long you've been doing aesthetics, and it's always good to just kind of have some advice and tips that will kind of help you along the way to know what to do or um, some ideas whenever you have these things kind of happen in the industry and also that know that you're not alone. Um, I love when you guys reach out to me. Love it. You guys reach out to me so much on Instagram and I love hearing from you guys. Um, I am going to have some, you know, um, webinars coming up, some trainings and stuff um in the fall time. So if you've been interested in that, so always feel free to reach out, say hello, stop on by um all the pretty faces. I'm at my Instagram, T-H-A-All the pretty faces. I am most active on my Instagram. I'm always responsive and any questions that you have i also have been enjoying doing these business coaching with you guys that have been reaching out with me so if you don't know if you've been struggling in your aesthetics career you don't know where to start you're kind of stuck or you just need some help on how to scale your business more i do offer one-on-one business coaching you can find that on my link tree in my bio on my instagram or you can reach out and ask me a question too so i hope you're having a fabulous rest of your week and I hope you kick ass and make lots of money and yeah we'll see you next time thanks for stopping in guys